So, what the hell is the difference between a nerd and a geek? By the way, welcome to Bad Sloth. And by the end of this episode, you may not be surprised that you still don't know the damn answer to the question. But you'll probably find out a little bit what makes my guests and I nerds and or geeks. And those guests are Justin Donaldson and Hal Rudnick. Hello. Hi, Hello. Alan. How are you? <laughs> Justin, good to see you. Hal, good to see you again. Pleasure to sit next to you on this couch. Oh, yes. <laughs> you guys host um, the Fantastic Tournament of Nerds at UCB Theater here in L.A., but I assume you secretly hate each other. Uh, I, I, it, 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 it comes and goes, but we're bonded by blood, so we'll never be apart. Yeah, we've known each other for a long time now, and we've worked a tremendous amount together, not just on Tournament of Nerds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a real like brothership. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm sure Justin, uh, you know, talks uh, shit about me behind my back. But at the end of the day, we have each other's backs. Yes. And, uh, We're also uh, very open with each other. Yeah. Uh, like we've uh, we formed a working relationship that we can basically say whatever we want to each other. Yeah. And I think it uh, leads to. Some good stuff. Yeah, and uh, Justin's a really talented guy, and uh, and uh, just an all around good dude. So and so is yeah. Hal. Oh, They're both shaking their heads. No, uh, while they why they say this. How did you guys start tournament nerds? I uh, was uh, talking to Justin about like this uh, idea because like I had seen something on the news about like a, a shark versus a tiger or something, and mm. I'm like, oh, what? I was thinking maybe uh, doing like a, a webisode where like I took action figures and like fought them against each other. I'm like, no, this could be a, like a stage show. Um, maybe uh, I don't I, I don't know. And so I'm like, Justin, can you make sense of this? And then we uh, kind of came together and um, at the least nerd place possible. We were at Barney's Beanery in Santa Monica. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to work right next door to that place at a, at a production company. And yeah, that you're correct. That is the least nerd place you could ever be, probably in Los Angeles. There was there was an improv theater. There may still be. I don't know. Oh, it is. West yeah, Eclectic. West Side Eclectic. Uh, right over there. Yeah. Now it's um, Mi's Mission Improvable's West Side Comedy Theater. Ooh, Mission Improvable! Oh, mm-hmm. Wow, that's very creative. For name. you uh, improv nerds out there, <laughs> uh, how long has the show been going on? We're coming up on five years. Wow, it'll Pretty be good. five years in July. What? Do you guys think, and I'm sure you have different opinions, or maybe don't even rem- remember, because after the show is done, you probably just wipe from your memories, has been the most epic battle that you think you've seen on the show? Oh, boy. We've had a lot of them. Yeah, there have been many. that You've have had been... to have been asked this question before. Come on. I don't know. Really? I mean, I feel I, like I, it's ever-changing. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Uh, there there have been many that have been tied and gone to the audience to decide that they're mm. so epic. I don't as much remember the uh, the particular cl- clashes. I remember the single arguments that stand out in my head mostly. Gotcha. Um, like uh, James Ross, who's one of our uh, our regulars. He's a really passionate debater. He takes the show very personally. He's <laughs> in it to win it. He did this one where he was arguing. For uh, he was uh, Jason Voorhees or the Friday Thirteenth, Friday Thirteenth, going up against the Hulk, and he got all just like riled up, and he was like, "What if I cut the Hulk, and some of his blood goes into my, one of the many open wounds on my body, and I become a Jason Hulk?" And he like just like flipped out, and it was undeniable. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. 
uh, like that. That's still that, and that was in our very first show. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. And, and that that one just. Uh, well, if it's the very first show five years ago, and mm-hmm. if we still remember it, yeah, that's probably a pretty good argument. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. Other stuff that comes to mind: there was Alex Fernie arguing for John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, got very heated. He uh, started getting into it with the judges. Yeah, it's uh, you know people come on the show and. Yeah, they're usually really passionate about the characters they're debating for. Yeah, um, just being memorable because part of it, you know, it's it's part geek nerd knowledge, and then it's it's part showmanship. And uh, a funny uh, young improviser named uh, Tim Chang recently argued on behalf of wrestler Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he came out and just uh, sprayed beer everywhere, and he had a guy come out, and I don't even know how this factored in but a guy showed his dick oh which nice. was unfortunate but very, very nerd like memorable memorable yeah lately people are bringing like sidekicks and uh like partners and or posses and it's and people dress up as the character which is great often yeah unless you're alex berg or uh uh too cool for school berg I, yeah he, no he just i just i i yeah. don't know him but doesn't i assume that's it. what people call doesn't him. need he it doesn't need it just comes in guns blazing yep and you it's it's a ty, typhoon of and then there's info. the then there's the ones that are just like straight up funny like uh i think this was four years ago but still mike carlson arguing for nbc's the cape oh is uh, still good. one that's of my a favorites argument too. ever he, he won. won wow he won. uh he sat down and watched every episode of the cape had uh all four that aired uh and the ones that didn't okay uh, yeah i think there was like 13 so he had a lot of cape knowledge (laughs) yeah more than anyone if you don't know what tournament of nerds is they're matchups you know hulk like you said hulk versus jason and that two people defend their characters and then move on uh, yeah garbage pail kids versus the baby geniuses yeah exactly they're they're just sometimes ridiculous matchups but those are the best. Yeah. I remember seeing um, someone defend uh, the wolves from the gray. And I was like, what? Indeed. But then it was funny. As, it was just funny as hell. Yeah. John Ford defended the wolves from the gray. Yeah. Uh, and he's had, uh, he, he won our holiday show uh, defending all of the characters from Love Actually. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. one of my favorite performances we've had. Oh, yeah. He went backstage, put on wigs, sweaters, skirts. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, like we mentioned a couple of our debaters. This show would be nothing. It wouldn't exist without... We are lucky to know like an awesome crew of funny nerds. Oh, and I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Mark Andreco. Mark Andreco. Uh, a comic book writer, uh, and he has judged every Tournament of Nerds show save for one because he went to a wedding. Oh, and, what a dick. Uh, and, yeah, what a dick. And uh, he was very broken up about that. And he called in during the show. I was very surprised that, and, and I, I forget his name. I'm sure you guys know, it, it, the wrestler dude that judges. John, John Morrison. Morrison. How funny he is. Because you didn't. I, I wouldn't think that wrestlers are funny. Yeah, we, uh, we came to know him uh, because I, I teach uh, improv and sketch comedy at mm. the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. And uh, he was a student of mine. He took my class, and I, you know, I went into it thinking like this big muscle guy. Uh, what, what's what's he gonna do? And he's just such a smart, funny, nice guy. I was like blown away. And I realized, guys, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. 
by yeah. its very handsome, muscular <laughs> cover. Speaking of that, <laughs> nerds basically always judge by their cover. Yes. Uh, and I, I thought it would be fun for this episode. You, you like that segue? That was a great segue, wasn't it? Oh, smooth. It was fantastic. <laughs> I should be on television. There's been a lot of, you know, people are always like, what's the difference between a nerd and a geek? And really, in the end, it's kind of all the same thing nowadays. I thought it would be fun to start with the summaries on Wikipedia and see what we think yeah. about what they say. Now, is there any re- I mean, why isn't dweeb or dork being thrown in here? Uh, I Those mean, are more uh, uh, pejorative terms, actually. Yeah, it seems. that's the thing. It's like nerd and geek have taken a life on their own when it comes to... People don't necessarily consider them as pejorative as they used to. Yeah. And that's actually in here. See, I don't know. I feel like I always... When I think of geek, for some reason I always think of like... Freak show. Yeah, and like the uh, pinheads that the Ramones used to have on stage, like mm. that sort of thing. Well, that's the original term for it. So it's strange that in and circus geek. That's geek one th- love. exactly. Yeah. That's one thing that I like about these pages. It's it goes through some of the history of where the term came from or where it might have come from. I mean, because I like knowledge. All right, so let's start with geek. I'm just going to read the summary and then let's see what we think about it. Yes, this is the summary of geek. You're reading along on Wikipedia with us right now. Type in geek. The word geek is a slang term for odd or non-mainstream people with different connotations ranging from a computer expert or enthusiast to a person heavily interested in a hobby with a general pejorative meaning of a peculiar or otherwise dislikable person, especially one who's perceived to be overly intellectual. Although often considered as a pejorative, the term is also often used self-referentially, without malice, or as a source of pride. So that is this brief little summary that they that someone out there, I'm assuming a geek, wrote about geek. Yeah, I feel like uh, as nerds, we shouldn't be trusting Wikipedia. <laughs> we should know to look past it. Correct. But I feel like that is... In essence, the very technical definition of it. Gotcha. I feel like it's just, it's really evolved over time because uh, it seems like nowadays you could be a person that uh, is popular, totally gets laid, like super laid nonstop. But it's like, oh, but I'm really into stuff. I'm really into <laughs> this stuff and that stuff. And uh-huh. I'm a nerd or I'm a geek. So and so, just like I don't know, I'm calling like both these terms into I mean, into question a little bit. It's like, what is it nowadays? There needs to be a new term. Well, I feel I feel like that's or one like of the subsections, <laughs> subcategories, like nerd that gets laid, nerd that doesn't, classic '80s nerd. Uh, I th- I feel like there needs to be a sub a new name for it because I want to take the term nerd back. Mm-hmm. Like, but to be uncool, yeah, or like an outcast or different, like. Too many fucking people say they're a nerd yes. when they're not, and it drives yes. me crazy. A few months back at the Tournament of Nerds, I did a uh, slideshow of, uh, I'm sure your listeners are probably familiar with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles character, Krang, <laughs> the uh, brain yes. creature. Uh, brain in the belly type creature. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was looking for a picture of Krang for the show, and... When typing Krang into Google Image, uh, a plethora of Krang porn 
<laughs> appeared. I thought you were going to say cosplay, but now I'm more excited. Well, Justin, uh, you know well, that is only because of your search history. Well, yeah. yes, I understand. <laughs> uh, but who knew that a character like Krang... So yeah. I, I, did a, I did a slideshow for the audience of Krang porn. Very explicit oh. Krang porn. So what? Uh, most of it Krang rape porn. I was going to say, was Krang doing the doing or was Krang being done? No, doing the doing. All those hmm. tentacles. Doing the do. Okay, so it was, ten- it, was, it was tentacle Hentai. porn. Gotcha. And I, 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 I showed this to the audience because <laughs> I wanted to show that like that's the kind of stuff that real nerds are looking at. Like real nerds. You know, aren't wearing like their cool vintage Star Wars shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, real nerds are jerking off to Krang porn. Yeah. Like that's the so real nerds are sex that's, deviants. Yes, See, <laughs> that to me, that to me is what the difference is, and it's my own personal de- definition. Yeah, nerds will jerk off to the Krang porn uh, or cr- or create it, whereas geeks will wear the Star Wars T-shirts. And be more social with people talking about Star Wars, right? Whereas nerds will stay home and be online talking to Star Wars. Geeks about are more well adjusted socially, not think? necessarily well adjusted. I think they're still awkward, but sure. they're okay to talk to this their own kind. Gotcha. Is that racist? Um, A little bit. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. They're they're willing to go out. With a group of friends that are all geeks to geek out about the something. Geeks are used to being around people from their years in the circus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, uh, not to go too far down this rabbit hole, but like, so are nerds the one? Like, you know, um, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say, um, every, every so often I'll visit your a red tube or one of these uh, major porn aggregators. Uh huh. Only, only for the purpose of masturbating. Yes. And uh, Justin, like, uh, do you ever see? I don't know if you've uh, been to any of these sites, but sometimes there'll be like uh, a, a window on the side that has like <laughs> March fucking Apu. <laughs> yeah. Um, is, yep. are, are, it's a lot of Simpsons. A lot of uh, yeah. Or March uh, getting or, screwed. Or um, Peter Griffin. Uh, <laughs> fucking the stewie mm-hmm. or whatever um, i feel like both geeks and nerds are free to jerk off to that <laughs> i feel though red tube uh and you porn and uh jizz hut and uh jizz hut. A- x videos and x hamster <laughs> i haven't visited um, jizz hut uh jizz hut's very good i like it okay cool uh hey mom but uh don't go there i <laughs> she already does she, she told me about it you know I, who lives in jizz huts? Sexcamos. <laughs> and that's the end of the show. Thanks, guys. We're going to end on that high note. What, if you click on Peter Griffin having sex with Stewie, you might be a nerd. I'm still trying to come up with a joke about you selling a jizzerator to a sexcamo. Sex well, we have the rest of this podcast. We do. <laughs> Let's just stop and think for a minute. What, what could the joke be? Uh, going into uh, a little of the etymology... It, this is still about geek. Mm-hmm. Formerly in 18th century Austria, Hungary, Gekken, I don't know how to pronounce things. I'm just assuming it's sure. Gekken, sure. were freaks shown by some circuses. Oh, in 19th century in North America, the term geek referred to a freak in circus sideshows. Uh, the 1976 edition of the American Heritage Dictionary included only the definition regarding geek shows. Uh, the word appears in the modern sense of a science, math, or technology enthusiast in Robert Heinlein's. 1952 short story, The Year of the Jackpot. So I, I don't know how he used it in the book, but I, I feel like, well, 
they started it, 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 using it like a nerd because what is a nerd if not a math and uh, hobby enthusiast? Uh, so I'm not sure where the split started happening where it's like, I'm not a geek, I'm a nerd because of this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Actually, Justin, let me ask you this. Uh, as someone who's attended how many Comic-Cons? Uh, I think every year since 88. Oh, oh wow. Jesus, I didn't think of that many. Now, are we saying um, San Diego Comic-Con or are we just saying Comic-Con? Comic yeah, Con San Diego. Okay. Wow. So how have you seen, uh, I feel like that might be uh, an interesting uh, kind of, uh, marker, how has that culture been affected? How has the, the, the San Diego Comic-Con been affected by this explosion? Because, and, and going off of that question, um, you know, a lot of nerds, geeks uh, are kind of upset that it's turned into something else, more of a pop, uh, you know, popular culture movies that would never be considered nerdy or geeky or having uh, panels there. Yeah. Um, but Well, it's weird because... As much as I don't like people calling themselves nerds who aren't nerds, and I don't like the like corruption of nerd culture, uh, I still love Comic Con, uh, yeah. and I don't mind how big it's gotten. Really, um, I like it. It hasn't taken away my enjoyment. Yeah, and I think a lot of that stems from the fact that you know I still go to smaller conventions that don't exactly feel like the conventions I went to growing up, but they're still there. You know, San Diego's not your only option. Uh, WonderCon was a couple weeks ago. That was a yep. nice convention. Uh, I still regularly go to uh, Frankensons, which is a collectible swap meet that happens every Wednesday night and Saturday afternoon. Where's that? Uh, it's on the City of Industry. Actually. That'll take you back to your yeah. like geek roots. Mm. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for like an old school comic book show or toy show, they're still out there. That's why I don't mind, uh, Comic-Con being this thing that's gotten so big. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like it. My main problem with it is that it sells out. So it's not like, shit, I don't know if I can go yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, now it's sold out. So that that's the, my only reasoning for hating the fact that it's gotten so big. Yeah, you know, I don't think that'll be a problem going forward. They're doing that expansion on the convention center. Okay. Uh, thank you, San Diego County taxpayers. Um, so I think they're trying to solve those issues. You are up to date on San Diego uh, goings-ons, apparently. I am. It's one of my favorite things <laughs> in the world. I, uh, I absolutely love it. I am embarrassed wow. to say uh, I've never been. You know, I really? talk to so many people that are giant nerds that have never been. And it's mainly because I'm a, a reality TV producer. So if I'm on location producing some, I'm, it's usually during oh, July. I, I refuse to work. I, uh, I have had a couple interviews in the last few weeks for a, a real big TV job. And uh, I was very upfront with them that... Uh, my brother's getting married in July, and there's no way I can work those five there days. You go. Do you have a brother? I don't. Yeah. Um, if I did, he'd be getting married during college. Is it? Yes. Is it five days? Yeah. With preview night, it's five days. Gotcha. Gotcha. And preview night has become great because it's the one time that you can actually walk the floor without mm. too many people being there. Oh, gotcha. Well, that's cool. How many times have you been? Um, last year was my first and only time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. What'd you and, think? Um, sensory overload. Great people watching. Uh, 
Oh, a, a lot of a, a lot of hot Sailor Moons. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I can't believe just like looking at your shelves in this apartment and you own pieces of the Lost set. Uh, I I'm shocked and appalled, Alan. I know. I was too busy uh, working on fantastic MTV shows uh, and uh, demeaning myself on them. Uh, to go to Comic Con, unfortunately. I mean, everybody has to I was, sell their soul, but you got to take time to nourish it as well. I was making the opposite of geek shows, mm-hmm. uh, basically. So I couldn't do what I really wanted to do and go to Comic Con. Oh, I disagree, because you can be a nerd about reality TV shows. Yes, mm-hmm. but the shows mm-hmm. that I've been doing for, say, MTV aren't nerd shows, is what I'm saying. But it doesn't, you don't, uh, I recently heard the, uh, the term, uh, you don't have to be a Christian to enjoy a Christian story, or you don't have to be a mm. Christian mm-hmm. <laughs> to be a part of a Christian yeah. story. You don't have to work on a nerd. The show doesn't have to be a nerd show for nerds to like be nerdy about the show. And you don't this have to be a, you I got gotcha. you. You have to be a Christian to uh, love the band Creed, <laughs> right? You could be a Creed nerd, yeah. Yeah, if you know a lot about Creed. Oh, yes. you could just love rocking out. Yeah, just some sweet looks. Rocking out and wondering what happened with your when life. I, yeah. I, when I enjoy something, including bad reality TV shows, uh-huh. I want to find out everything about them mm-hmm. because I'm a nerd. Did you guys see King of the Nerds? No. no. The TBS reality show. I actually enjoyed it. I, and it was one of those shows, even though I probably wouldn't be able to get on because I work on reality shows. One of those where I'm like, I'm going to go in my storage room. I'm going to make a video. I'm going to show them all my toys. I'm going to talk about how how much I love film and TV, and I'm going to get on the show. I am a fan of uh, the, uh, the character Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. It oh, is very yeah. funny you say that, yeah. because when we get into the nerd page a little bit, um, he's going to come up. Oh, great. Uh, because he, he, him and Robert Carradine uh, from Revenge of the Nerds are the hosts of King of the Nerds. I mm-hmm. thought Robert Carradine hung himself while <laughs> masturbating. Uh, he D- did. <laughs> Keith Carradine in Bangkok? <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of which, Kill Bill one and two have been on uh, so many times in the last couple of days, and I've watched them every time. And I have to say, uh, Robert Carradine's performance in that uh, was great. David Carradine, I had to do it. I know you guys know, but I had to say it because I always, I always feel like people are going to think I'm dumb. <laughs> oh, the Carradines, the yeah. first family. The acting. the last scene. Have you seen Kill Bill? Yeah. Yes. But the last. I don't know. You don't have to yell. Jeez. Uh, the very last scene where she finally enters Bill's little villa yeah. to the end of the movie is probably, for me, one of the best scenes uh, of modern cinematic blah, blah, blahs. So uh, moving on, because we're actually almost done with this geek page, which I'm sure everybody's happy about. In a 2007 interview on the Colbert Report, uh, Richard Clark said the difference between nerds and geeks is geeks get it done, or GGID, which only a certified geek would point out. Julie Smith defined a geek as a bright young man turned inward, poorly socialized, who felt so little kinship with his own planet that he, re- he routinely traveled to the ones invented by his favorite authors who thought of that secret, dreamy place his computer took him to as cyberspace, somewhere exciting, a place more real than his own life, a land he could conquer, not a drab teenager's room in his parents' house. But an acronym, G-E-E-K, geek, also contributed to the word's connotation to technology-savvy people. Geek used in this context was popularized in the U.S. Army 
and denotes general electrical engineering knowledge. Which spells geek, y'all. Uh, and Indeed. So, yeah, and so that's the end of the geek page. I mean, surprisingly, well, no, maybe not surprisingly, it was a very technical kind of like, eh, uh, information here. Even after finishing the geek Wikipedia page, I still think of a geek as like a <laughs> buck tooth pinhead that's tied up at the circus. What was the name of that? You can see uh, for a quarter. That movie, uh, f- uh, the old black and white one, was it Freaks? Yeah. Freaks. Uh, one of Us, One of Gabba, Us. Gabba, yeah. one of us. Yo, Gabba, Yo, Gabba, 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 One of Us, Gabba, One Gabba, of Gabba, Us. Hey. Akiba K and Otaku are Japanese slang for geek. Oh. Don't say you didn't learn anything. And one last thing here. Asperger's syndrome sometimes produces personality traits that overlap with some of the modern definitions of geek, according to this. Hmm. So... You know what? I, I before you even read the nerd th- uh, page, may, maybe they are just full on synonyms with the just uh, the meaning the exact same thing. Would that would would all be lost if we came to that conclusion today? I don't think all will be lost. I think that uh, Justin's mm. deep in thought. Yeah. I feel like he's got something, but it's yeah, not quite pondering. there. I feel like at the end of this, he's going to say something so profound that the computer is going to explode. I'm just looking at all your Vinyl Nation <laughs> figures. I do have a lot. Is that Darwin wearing a It is Darwin wearing a, a Mickey hat. I would buy all of those if they didn't have the mouse ears. I like the mouse ears. Yeah? Yeah, because that's the, that's the thing, though. That's that's their little thing. Mm. Yeah. No? yeah what, what's the, their brand? You know what I'm saying. I can't put it into words because I'm not eloquent. Right. The nerd page... Is a little more. If you thought the geek page was dry, their page is a little more dry. So, <laughs> all I'm going to do with this one is again read the brief little summary and see if we can even decipher if it was any different. Uh, we probably won't. So, nerd. A nerd is a person typically described as being overly intellectual, obsessive, or socially impaired. They may spend inordinate amounts of time on unpopular, obscure, or non-mainstream ac- mainstream activities, which are generally either highly technical or relating to topics of fiction or fantasy to the exclusion of more mainstream activities. Additionally, many nerds are described as being shy, quirky, and unattractive, and may have difficulty participating in or even following sports. Nerd is a derogatory, stereotypical term, but as with other pejoratives, it has been reclaimed and redefined by some as a term of pride and group identity. Well, I have an issue with one part of that. Yeah. Uh, I'm a fantasy sports nerd. Yeah, I think I know sports fans are some of the biggest nerds that I know. Yeah. But that's the thing. Is nerd more of a classification? Like sports nerd, fantasy nerd, whereas geek is kind of an overall term. Whereas yeah, nerd, that could be. Whereas nerd is more, you are very knowledgeable and nerd-like about that one particular subject right and geek is more of an overall kind of nerdy sci-fi fandom type of uh i think you nailed it case closed (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening everybody yeah Uh, when i think of a nerd i think of someone who has a lot of knowledge or seeks knowledge about a specific thing and i i disagree with uh them saying that it doesn't involve sports or that it's stuff that's like subculture oriented. Wait, which because one is... you can be a nerd about anything. But there's sports geeks. Oh yeah. But what I see. But what's the difference between a, a sports nerd and a sports geek then? Because you tell say, you. Yeah, well, you how how say well, there's sports geeks like 
there's an actual definition to that. When I think of sports nerds and sports geeks, uh-huh. a sports nerd, I feel like, is someone who has a fantasy team, mm-hmm. knows a lot about statistics and uh-huh. stuff like that. When I think of a sports geek, I think of someone that like collects memorabilia and like goes huh. to every game in the cheap seats and <laughs> some sort of face paint. But I see what you're saying. But here's the thing. Can't a sports nerd collect memorabilia and stuff like that, too? So that's where it's kind of like... Yeah. There, I think there's always going to be grain. Yeah, but I think if you yeah. lack that... If you lack the like need for knowledge about everything you're interested in, mm. like deep knowledge, then you're not a nerd. Is Peter Parker considered a, a nerd? Hmm. Is Peter Parker a nerd... Um. Yeah, I think originally. Yeah, because like he's all now Andrew Garfield. He's like a conventionally. Well, you're opening up a whole other can of worms here yeah. with me. Here's the thing: Peter Parker originally was uh, was into science and photography, mm-hmm. right? So he, I think, he was a nerd. He a was nerdy a pursuits. science nerd, photo nerd. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas he didn't have any, as far as we knew, real fandoms or was into uh indie art films, you know what I mean? Which too many copyright well, issues. Yeah. Photography nerd. Yeah. So photography nerd, science and I feel like science, just like being uh really good at science and wanting to create things, uh, is more uh, you know what? I feel like if you're into science mm-hmm. but the technical aspect of actually doing things in science, you're a nerd. If you like science, but the more time travel the more fantasy sci-fi aspects of it, that's more of a geek. The, hmm. How's it even thought? Now I'm I'm just like thinking about like what what can you be a nerd about? Like like there's some things that you attach to nerdiness. Like I can see like you know oh I'm like a real sports nerd or a fantasy sports nerd, but like a karate nerd. Oh, I think you totally can be <laughs> martial arts. I'll give nerd. you a great example. Yeah, a fellow uh, tournament of nerds, Mike Carlson. Last year, him and I went and saw Prince mm-hmm. at the Forum. Mm-hmm. And both of us enjoyed Prince before this show. Yeah. Uh, but we weren't big fans. Yeah. Uh, we go and see this show. We both loved it. And the next day, we discovered that each of us independently had spent the night after the show finding out everything we could about Prince. Uh, because we are nerds, and when we like something, we find out everything about it. Mm-hmm. So you can be a nerd for anything, including Prince. Remember when John Adams was out on HBO uh, yes. with Paul Giamatti? Yes. All throughout that, I'm just looking up John Adams. I'm looking up all the characters. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing what, what the difference is between the, the, what they're showing me and what the fact was. Yes. Is that nerdy? Or is I think that it geeky? totally that's is. That's nerdy. Mm-hmm. I think that's nerdy. But um, to to what you're saying, Justin, there was a show over a decade ago called Beat the Geeks. Yes. Um, yes, my friend was and, on it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that Paul Go- Goebel? No, oh. uh, I, as a contestant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm uh, friends with the uh, TV, former TV geek. So it, uh, to your definition, it sounds like you're describing the geeks like because they, they had TV geek, movie geek. Oh, that's like, true. They would I mean, have I a prince it was only geek called beat the geeks because it's a clever title yeah, they're, they're playing fast and loose yeah <laughs> see i call this bad sloth a podcast for the lazy geek 
mm-hmm. uh, because that's how I, I feel like I'm more of a geek mm-hmm. and my episodes are more general, uh, fun conversations about the subject rather than to be like, no, you're wrong. Nerd is this. Geek is that. It's more of a conversation with fellow geeks, mm-hmm. even though you guys might consider yourself nerds. I just consider myself maladjusted. Yeah. I am a nerd. We're maladjusted nerds. Because I am way more I'm way more apt to have the no you're wrong, it's this conversation than the polite conversation about anything. It doesn't necessarily like, Justin have to be will morph into the comic book store guy from The Simpsons now and again. It doesn't have to be a polite conversation because you can have geeky talk and still have a lively debate. Maybe nerds yeah are more passionate because like I can think of like it makes sense to me a rabid nerd, but I can't I can't really picture a rabid geek. Well, if they've been chained up at the circus for over a week. Oh, yeah, yeah, them. yeah. And then you're throwing them Or the if they were bit by a stray dog. Yeah. But uh, a little trivia here. Yeah. Do either of you have a guess as to what the first documented appearance of the word nerd was? Mm. And by who? And I'll give you a hint. 1950. I'm sure that'll help. Ed Wood? <laughs> no. I, uh, do you have a guess? Probably not. No. Dr. Seuss. Oh. The first talk Oh, the nerds were uh, creatures that lived in the woods. Yeah, nerd is as the name of a creature in Dr. Seuss' book, If I Ran the Zoo, in which the narrator Gerald McGrew claims that he would collect a Nurkle, a nerd, and a seersucker, too, for his imaginary zoo. An Urkel or a Nurkle? Nurkle. Okay. Uh, Nurkle, nerd, seersucker. Steve Urkel. So, yeah. Seersucker could have caught on instead of nerds. And we'd be hosting the tournament of seersuckers. Well, well I mean, I feel like Nurkle uh, came off like a bandit. <laughs> Sorry, I make myself Nurkle. laugh. If I make myself laugh at stupid jokes, am I a nerd or a geek? Geek. Okay. The slang meaning of the term dates back to 1951 when Newsweek magazine reported on its popular use of a synonym for drip or square. Ha. So that seems to be like where it, you know, that guy is a real drip. Do you know what show in the 70s, very popular show, is said to have popularized the term nerd? Welcome back, Cotter? Uh, no. Oh, um, oh, Three's Company. Nope. Oh, yeah. Very popular show. Uh, Maud. Nope. Oh, yeah. No, no, you're talking about Barney Miller. <laughs> happy yes, Days. Barney, happy Days. Yeah. I'm a Happy Days nerd. Okay, so you remember oh. them saying it a lot, I assume. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I have no joke, no exaggeration. I have 200 episodes of Happy Days on my DVR right now. Whoa. Because what? when my current job ends, I plan on watching every episode of Happy Days. The thing that impresses me the most about that is that your DVR holds 200 episodes. Hey, AT&T U-verse, baby. Uh, <laughs> but also, that it's not an HD. So. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha, <laughs> yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Uh, the, it is. I'm telling you. And I know James Ross, also a Happy Days nerd. Uh, there is so much that there's so much continuity, there's so much weird stuff in Happy Days. It is a nerd's paradise if you take the time to look into it. Uh, Me and two of my friends, Jordan Morris, Tim Sicardo, spent an entire afternoon uh, looking up weird Happy Days facts because we got obsessed with it. Because there's all these spinoffs, because... Jody and Chachi. Jody loves Chachi. Jody loves Chachi. Sorry. Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy. Uh, Mork. Laverne and, and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley. Yep. Mork and Alien mm. visited Happy Days. 
an alien visited. What season was that? Do you know of Happy Days? Was I that... believe that was season six. Because aside from uh, Happy Days uh, actually jumping the shark, which is where the term comes from. It was yes. before the jump the shark. Gotcha. Because I was going to be like, oh, an alien visits. That seems like a very jump the shark oh, moment. Oh, totally. Yeah. The, also, my favorite, there was a spinoff that most people don't know called Basky's Beauties. And... It is uh, the father from Happy Days is, I think, aunt running a club in Las Vegas. And it takes place in the 70s, even though Happy Days took place in the 50s. And it has (laughs) distant relatives of the Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley characters. Except Pat Morita plays the same character he played from Happy Days on Ah. Banksy's Beauties. Without aging at all in that those is 20 years. That is the strangest wow. thing I've probably ever heard when it comes to a spinoff. Weird. See, you can be a nerd about anything. Did it last one Happy season? Uh, no, it lasted less than one season, <laughs> okay. unfortunately. I, I, so have you actually seen it or just read about it? You know, there's I have seen it, bits and pieces. There's not a lot of footage left from it. I've seen, I think, just about all the footage that exists still from it. Did hmm. Lenny and Squiggy have a spinoff? No, there was a cartoon. Okay. Um, was that Michael McKean? Have... It was, yeah. Okay, yeah. And what happened to Squiggy? He was in A League of Their Own. Yeah, he he was around for a long time. I did a commercial with his daughter. Oh. oh. Yeah. Squigette. Mm-hmm. I like to refer to all of this as the Marshall-verse. Gary Marshall. Or, or Gary Marshall. Or, Gary Marshall created all, this, all these shows. And now he's Penny Marshall's brother, father. Brother. Brother. That would make more sense. How many episodes did Happy Days have? Ooh, I don't know. Oh, don't look no, at me, Justin. It's into Stumped. the uh, oh, dozens. It's dozens. in the uh, upper two hundred. Okay, because so it was on for I think eleven years. So you have most of the episodes. That's what I was wondering. How yeah. many? So uh, I, I can't answer all these can, questions because I have yet to watch every Happy Days episode. But get back to me at the end of the year, okay. and I will know everything about Happy Days. I would think uh, you might be able to tell me the transition from. Uh, to Happy Days from Love American Style. Yeah, Love American Style was a um, uh, oh, what do they call it? It was a uh, TV movie. Uh, no, it was a it was a show where each episode was a, about different characters and a different story. Okay, more of an um, anthology. It was an anthology show, and and this uh, was before Happy Days. Before Happy Days, mm-hmm. gotcha. And uh, the Cunninghams were on an episode of Love American oh, Style. Okay. And then they got spun out into their own show from, from one Days. episode. From one episode wow. of Love American Style, because uh, each episode was about a different and, set of characters. One was about the Cunningham, and that was Gary Marshall as well. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I didn't know that. And Fonzie, not a part of the show originally. Uh, when did he come in? Uh, he came in during the first season, but he was a lesser character. Gotcha. Uh, the show was really about the relationship of the Cunninghams. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised Fonzie didn't get a. If there were so many spinoffs, did he end up on another one of the spinoffs? Uh, he had. A, he was on almost all of them. Okay. Uh, he was on Laverne and Shirley. Um, Laverne and Shirley were actually on Happy Days like ten times. Okay. Uh, oh. There's a great episode where Fon- they fake a funeral for Fonzie, and <laughs> the characters from all the shows show up to oh, Fonzie's wow. funeral. Was this post? Jump the shark? No. So wow. were these spinoffs going on at the same time as Happy Days? Yeah. Okay. I, I enjoy Fonzie on Children's Hospital now. Uh, I feel like he does he, mm-hmm. he does a great job. Oh, yeah. Winkler's That great, is yeah. Henry Winkler on Children's Hospital, oh, what? not Fonzie. Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fonzie's probably dead. He probably is. Sadly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From emphysema. Or some um, sort of an STD. Yeah. I would assume. And I think Ralph Mouth was killed in Vietnam. Way to bring uh, it down, Justin. Um, uh, you know, okay. How close to Fonzie's coolness does Schneider get? Oh, nowhere <laughs> close. Schneider was not Wh- cool. Where's Schneider? Schneider I know the was name, a poor man's Fonzie. <laughs> and Fonzie was a poor man to begin with. What show is Schneider from? <laughs> one Day at a Time. Uh, thank you. Oh, Bonnie wait. Franklin recently passed. That's true. I watched One Day at a Time, too, with What's-Her-Face? Uh, Valerie Burton. Valerie Burton. Oh, and that... Uh, oh, and that poor sad drug addict. <laughs> I would oh, say uh, oh, Mackenzie Phillips. Uh, yes. Mackenzie Phillips. I do. I enjoy looking at her sister. I would oh, say yeah. Bijou. Uh, Bijou uh, Phillips. Wilson Phillips. Yes. Bowser <laughs> comes closer to Fonzie than Schneider. Oh, oh yeah. Shanana. <laughs> um, Lenny, Lenny and Squiggy. Fonzie. Bowser. <laughs> How come they all weren't in one show? <laughs> We well, should, you I know, have some fan fiction that you I, I was <laughs> about all of them, but Bowser was because Lenny and Squiggy would appear on Happy Days. I was about to say that to you, should be, funeral. you should be remaking Happy Days or write some fan fiction and see well, if you can I get mean, it going. I can't again. say anything. Oh, it's private. That's like a, I feel like a nerd would write fan fiction. A, I don't know if a geek would. What do you? I think what, the opposite. Really? Yeah. But, I think geek writes fan fiction. Nerds are too beholden. And into the material to do something as blasphemous. Yes, as too reverent. Yeah, Justin, uh, how? Uh, t- tell me what you think about this. It seems like most fan fiction uh, represents a point of view and is possibly written by people who are omnisexual. In our, Anyone our... would have sex with anything. Like I read this. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like, I was. I think there's a lot of that in the nerd community. Okay. Stuff so like it's that. like but, if you wrote an Adventure but, Time uh, fan fiction, yeah. you would uh, someone would have sex with uh, what is that little thing? Bemo? Is that, is that the I've name? Never seen the show. Oh, never mind. I'll take your word. The for little it. Uh, yeah, Game like, Boy. I was. Looking, it's a Game Boy looking character, gotcha. but he's a vid- little video game thing. Uh, but I, someone would have sex with it. Yeah, as a child, I grew up with uh, watching a show called Small Wonder. Yes, and of I course. yeah, and I w- I went down the rabbit hole looking for just uh, like where are these people now? Mm-hmm. Um, and I found I stumbled upon Small Wonder fan fiction that had not only everyone wanting to have sex with the robot, but um, the little boy uh, in the family um, starting to you know. Get, uh, getting seduced by his black friend and just all just Red every scene. incarnation of of coupling well that that show definitely lends itself immediately to having sex with a robot oh yeah i mean because it's a girl mm-hmm. it's like in real life it's a girl and a little girl I don't know if, yeah yeah so l- l- let me ask i made you, a face there that nobody saw but let was, me ask you this it, uh it is is it morally reprehensible to have sex with vicky She's a, not a person. She's a robot. I was, that makes a lot of, that is a great question because in real life, she was probably, what, 16, maybe younger? Oh, on that show? Yeah. I would say 14, closer to 12, 13, 14. 13. But yeah. she was a robot. Yeah. So it's okay. I think it solves a lot of problems, and frankly. I th- and I think, yeah. we, I think we just ventured into an area that uh, is a point of no return and uh, uh, things are going to go very wrong starting from now. 
Pull up. Pull as, up. That's how rubs his nipple. Yes. Everything you wanted to know about fan fiction and more here on Bad Slot. The last thing, well, not necessarily the last thing I'm going to read here, but one uh, little sentence here that I mentioned yeah, before. Yeah, make it the last thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, Actually, no, 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 you no, know I'm what? I, already, I kid, I kid. No, you know what? There's going to be 20 more things now. Great. Okay, you know what? There's going to be two things. In the United States, a 2010 study indicated that Asian Americans are perceived as most likely to be nerds, followed by white Americans while Hispanics and African Americans were perceived as least likely to be nerds, the stereotype may be socially damaging due to exclusion. Uh, I know a lot of uh, "quote unquote" Hispanic nerds, and uh, and then uh, then when you factor in Morrissey nerds, the numbers <laughs> go way off the charts. Um, there's there's black nerds, uh, oh, tons of them. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't black nerds. Well, no, no, no. It's not saying I've, that there isn't. I've it's dated. Just saying... I've seriously dated two Asian women. Uh, one nerd, one non-nerd. So, well, strippers aren't normally nerds. Oh well, then when you factor her in, uh, uh, she's a she was a sex nerd. There you go. It's not saying that also a daddy issue nerd. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> oh, she can really nerd out about daddy issues. <laughs> it's not saying that that they're not nerds it's just saying in the united states most people feel like asians whites than hispanics and and, and blacks would be less nerdy mm. you or know, there'd be I, less of them um was it the oh, family feud that took this poll yes i, I want to make uh like uh a, a radical left turn here oh, and no. go back to something justin was saying earlier about you can be a nerd about anything mm-hmm. to branch off slightly that i know um, a, a number of serial killer nerds. Oh yeah, people who nerd there, out yes. about murder and serial. There killing. are a lot of those. For yeah. Sure. yeah, I remember the old serial killer trading cards. Oh, oh wow. yeah, I do. I do too, actually. Segway. Yeah, yeah, because you were talking about action figures with me before we started, and uh, the the collecting aspect of things. Do you think that's the nerdiest or geekiest thing about you? I'm a nerd about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because I'm a nerd, I'm going to try to rate my nerdiness uh, and say that I action figures probably comes in number two with me behind professional wrestling. See, that's the thing. Uh, I understand what you guys are saying when it comes to classifications like wrestling nerd, serial killer nerd. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like sports and, and wrestling or anything like that, I, I always feel weird when someone des- describes it as nerdy. I thought that initially, especially about about wrestling. But Justin like has like you know made you see the way constantly, and now I I, I see the crossover. I think it's a different, a somewhat of a different strata, but I feel like there's definite crossover there. Um, I feel like there's definitely a large group of wrestling fans who are like kind of like mindless dolts uh, because I went to a, um, a fan fest uh, for the WWE. Oh, that is the worst. The yeah. fan fest, like I I had to go, like I had never like paid to go to like a wrestling convention, mm-hmm. but I went down there uh, to meet a wrestler that I was going to do a Funny or Die video with. Mm-hmm. And the wrestling convention... Which wrestler, can you say? Uh, ended up not happening. Okay. Uh, yes, I'd rather not. It was Andre the Giant. Uh, but the wrestling convention, the people at the wrestling convention were like a step sleazier and more stupid and pathetic than the people mm. at the porn convention. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and a surprising... <laughs> Speaking of which, you went to a porn convention, apparently. Uh, many. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we did a very funny video... 
together <clears throat> um, at a porn convention. Oh, okay. Well, um, then that makes sense. Uh, but uh, a surprising number of handicapped people uh, at the WrestleFest. Hmm. Yeah. Like, me- like me- way more wheelchairs where, per capita where is at WrestleFest. I Although, went just to, all over the country. I went sometimes? to one um, that was in conjunction with SummerSlam, hmm. um, it, it, right here in Los Angeles uh, at the uh, Nokia Live Center and are they, Staples are they, Center. Yeah. Are they more like exhi- exhibition type wrestling matches? No, these aren't wrestling matches. This is oh, where okay. you go and like meet the wrestlers. Meet the wrestlers. Gotcha. Five memorabilia. Yeah. Gotcha. The one I went gotcha. to was at the Westin Hotel Fancy. by LAX. Uh, classy. Yeah, not classies? a good scene. You know, I have a lot of friends who are smart wrestling fans who I can have in-depth conversations with for literally hours upon hours every day about wrestling. But it's really hard to find places online where you can have intelligent conversations about wrestling because there are so many wrestling dullards. Yeah. (laughs) Wrestling dullards. That makes sense. Well, I mean, no, because wrestling's got a cool history. Like, uh, I mean, just when you start talking about like the seventies, eighties era of like just cool weirdos that were involved in this world of wrestling, that's the only time I watched it. Not in seventies and eighties, but uh, mainly the eighties. You know, WrestleMania, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, uh, that's when I actually watched it. You know, and and did the pay per view while I had an illegal cable box at the time. But uh, and then eventually, I just kind of you know grew out of it as you know kids grow out of certain things it just and now it's like i can't stand it i just can't watch it well i can't stand it but that does not stop me from watching five hours a week <sighs> That's great. and complaining about it what is it on nowadays like what channel uh well monday night raw is on the usa Network okay so that's every monday night uh for three hours and is that uh, wwe that's wwe okay and, and is then that... they also have smackdown on uh, friday nights and they have so are you a wwe guy I am, I am a Everything. hardcore wwe okay. guy uh i during the monday night wars between the wwf and wcw uh i could not stand wcw i have been a a wwf guy from the time i was a world small wildlife kid. federation for Mm-hmm. people who don't uh, but i also love independent wrestling like right now i'm super into independent wrestling i prefer independent thinking what the hell is independent wrestling though is it, it i it's just not part of a uh random people hal and justin are going to wrestle now no that would be backyard wrestling <laughs> yeah um backyard wrestling is <laughs> like random oh, boy. Wrestling. Yeah. backyard wrestling is like where random people get together and wrestle independent wrestling is kind of like the minor leagues of professional wrestling. Oh, you're wrestling. supposed to take me to one of those. Yeah, you have to go. Uh, I'm, and I, I'm I down. hate to say minor leagues because some of the guys on the independent scene are so much better than the guys that are on the majors. Kevin Steen may be the best wrestler in the world right now. He's yeah. on the independents. When now, is he going to get called up to the big time? You know, it, he may never because he doesn't have the is look. It, oh. Is it sponsored by the big time wrestling? Well, some of them are. The WWE has a farm league. Uh, they used to have a bunch of them all over the place. There was one in uh, in Anaheim here, the the uh, uh, Ultimate Pro Wrestling that like John Cena came out of that I oh, used really? to go to every month. Now there's just one in Florida. Um, there was like Ohio Valley Championship Wrestling for a while and stuff like that. Now, as actually a... just today, they announced that uh, they're moving their farm league into a, a facility of its own in Florida. 
that will also be like a training ground for their production teams and stuff like that. Is there, uh, as a, a rabid WWE fan, did you see the call with Halle Berry? I did not see the call. Produced by WWE. Oh! Yep. Yeah, I did not see the call. I did see how well the call did. Um, yeah, it, it did, did it do well? real, real big numbers for them. I, I don't know what it made. I saw it, and I wasn't impressed, but I was surprised that it's a WWE at the beginning. I'm like, oh, shit, is there going to be a wrestler in here? There was, yeah. David there Otunga. was. A uh, uh, very small part. Uh, but uh, it's surprising. I guess they're trying to get into things that aren't really... Like uh, starring, you know, back in the day, The Rock. Yeah, their their film financing wing uh, runs very separately from the wrestling. Um, and I, I know they're coming out with about a feature a month. And they almost oh, always really? have a wrestler in them, but not in like the start. Like they've bought the rights to the Leprechaun franchise. They're relaunching the Leprechaun Makes franchise. sense. Oh, wow. It works. Uh, they're, uh, you know, they do a lot of horror movies, a lot of action movies, but they've also gotten into like family-friendly, like, lifetime-esque sentimental dramas, too. Did Just you see like, the call? Yes, I did. How was it? Uh, it? It was good at building suspense, but in the end, it was just completely predictable. Why did you obvious. see the call? I have a thing called Movie Pass. I don't know if you know it. Yeah. But I can see unlimited movies every month for $30. Um, at, is it for a particular theater? Credit card says Movie Pass, but any place that usually takes Discover, because that's the company oh. they went through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so AM, all AMC's, uh, unfortunately not ArcLight, uh, not Pacific, but like Regal, AMC, Lemley, Vista. Yes, oh, I really? just saw uh, Place Beyond the Pines. Just uh, two. Days I like that movie. It was it was pretty good. But where where were we? We were talking about WWE. There was uh, yes. something I was gonna. Uh, yes, wait, you what, and Justin were talking about. Where, WWE. What were we? Uh, yeah, and we're gonna get out of this because I hate wrestling. But uh, why do you hate wrestling? It just bores me. Why? I here's the thing. I understand though that it's uh, a production, uh-huh. and uh, I understand that that people call it fake, but I don't necessarily believe it's fake. Only the fact that you know that they're fucking getting hurt. Um, doesn't matter how well you know how to slam a chair on someone or fall on a table. It's got to hurt. So there is, you know, sportsmanship. But when I when I sit down and watch it, I just can't. I just I'm not dunk. I don't what care about the people. You, I don't care. What have you watched? I haven't watched anything since early uh, WrestleManias. I think yeah. you're missing out. Okay. I well, defy you. I defy you to watch Pro Wrestling Gorilla and not enjoy it. We'll see. What? Maybe I'll give it a try. What's Pro Wrestling Gorilla? We'll see. Pro Wrestling Gorilla is an indie federation here in Reseda, California that may have the best wrestling going on. Oh, today. is that that's one you want to take me to? Yes. Here's okay. the thing, though. I don't like watching sports either. Hey, um, I hate sports. Unless I gamble on them. I don't like watching them. I'll go to a game, though. That's the thing. If I went to a wrestling a wrestling match, if I went to one, I might enjoy it. But watching it on TV, just like it's like watching people play video games, watching people play football. I it just bores me. I detest sports. Yeah. But I love wrestling so much that within the hour and a half that we have been podcasting, I have checked the wrestling news site probably eight times. Oh, wow. You know what? Let's get the fuck out of wrestling. <laughs> I'm going to ask Hal a question here. So he can I like feel sports. Mo- I feel like Hal needs to be involved. Well, I'm going to so bring he- it back. Yeah. I'm going to bring oh, it back to wrestling. <laughs> did we talk about, or did you see the trailer for uh, wrestlers versus zombies? Or zombies versus real pro wrestlers? No. Oh, it would blow your mind. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper's in it. Kurt Angle and several other former WWE wrestlers 
in the most low-budget, horrible movie trailer you've ever seen. Is it for a real movie? <laughs> for, a, for a real movie. What's it called again? Um, zombies versus Pro Wrestlers. If you had to pick one thing, and this is to both of you, Indeed. and you already said wrestling, actually, yeah. so you've answered the question. How? What is the geekiest, nerdiest thing that you think about yourself? I would have to say the amount of time I spend um, poring over fantasy baseball statistics. Yeah, okay. That's like, what I, th- I figured no, you'd say. Like knowing utility infielders and knowing um, a team's like five starting pitchers and then their closer and then the backup closer. Do you guys, do people listening to this even know what a closer is? In I baseball? don't know. Um, the guy that comes in and gets saves. Like who, is that the who guy might that, be next in line Is that for the that guy that job? preps everyone before they go in and have to perform? Uh, uh, in the porn set, coffee is oh no, that's a fluffer. Oh, uh, okay. Here's the thing: both of you chose as your geekiest, nerdiest thing about yourself sports. No, no, Justin chose wrestling. Yeah, that's sports you know what I mean. No, I don't no. know what you mean. Sp- oh, so that- fantasy baseball is sports? That's like me. That's <laughs> yes. like me. Whoa, no. got angry all of a sudden. Yes, it is. Th- that's like me saying. Um, Battlestar Galactica, which you're wearing a shirt, and um, Lord of the Rings is the same. Now, here's the thing. What does it make? Because this shirt I made mm-hmm. and I sell on, mm-hmm. my, on my website, slothart.com. Does that make me a geek or a nerd? I think that makes you an entrepreneur. Yes. Uh, but the fact that I enjoy it and it, I make shirts that I would buy myself. That makes you a smart entrepreneur? <laughs> Anywho, one thing I wanted to mention about action figures. Are you into action figures at all? Um, somewhat. I, I have a lot of old G.I. Joe figures, uh-huh. and which I collected religiously as a child. And then this is different, but uh, I have a decent-sized uh, baseball bobblehead doll okay. uh, collection. It's, it's along the same lines. I mean, there are... Uh, yeah, I mean, I have uh, uh, a valuable set yeah. from the 1980s World uh, World Championship. I would say games. all of that goes yeah. under maybe the main headline of boys. yeah. It's, it's different. It's it. It's definitely different. Yeah. But I love my old GI Joe figures. Uh, but well, not always, even not even a fraction of the percent that Justin. There's always a nostalgia of of, of especially GI Joe if you grew up watching it and collecting the figures that you're going to have. Towards certain things, yeah, and I don't know where I like. I, I'm afraid to get into it because I don't know where I'd stop if I start buying everything that I thought was cool looking. Like I, it's I, hard. I'm, I'm going to try to get Hal more into it though. It's hard to stop. <laughs> I mean, I'm a I'm a Disney nerd. Yeah, I guess you would say. How often do you go to Disneyland? Lately, maybe once a month. Oh wow! I I am also a huge Disney nerd. Are you? And, uh, my girlfriend and I just started planning a trip to Tokyo Disney. Oh, that is nice. They're uh, a building Shanghai. Disney now, I think, is, is what's going on. Yeah. Wow, that's actually pretty cool. You should listen to the Disney podcast of Bad Sloth. Uh, you had mentioned something about a subscription service to Master of the Universe, and I'd never heard this before. Oh, yeah. That there's subscription services. Yeah, you know, uh, the Masters, the current Masters of the Universe toys, mm-hmm. unfortunately, uh, there's not enough retail support to have a retail line of them. So your major retailers, your Toys R Us, your Walmart, your Target... They're not interested in carrying new Masters of the Universe figures. Uh-huh. So uh, Mattel started up a collector website called Maddie Collector where you buy a subscription for one year. And every month you get a new Masters of the Universe figure. And along the, the year there's also like big giant beasts and multi-packs and stuff uh, that are also included. Yeah. And uh, the figures show up right at your door. It's uh, 
uh, a little pricey. You can say it. They're not listening. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure. Or are you too I, embarrassed to say how much you spend on Master of the Universe subscriptions? Honestly, uh, I don't know. Uh, I've never complained about it, but I know a lot of other people complain yeah. about it. I think it's close to $1,000 a year. Wow. Uh, I what? think, but I, how many I really toys don't even do you know. Get? You get one figure a month, okay. but then also there's like multi-packs and beasts gotcha, and gotcha. stuff like that. And they're limited. I mean, they're yeah, limited they edition, obviously. But I mean, uh, really, like, it doesn't matter because my assumption is that the only people that want these <laughs> are the people that are subscribing. Yeah, so, so it's not like there's a what, large demand. So I want to bring it around full circle here. So when Nick Weiger comes in and does Skeletor at our show, has he ever named a, a He-Man character that you were like, Wait, is is that a He-Man character? Yeah, because um, there's two types of He-Man Masters of the Universe nerds. Uh-huh. Uh, there's nerds for the toys and nerds for the show. Gotcha. And I really do not remember the cartoon well really? at all. I remember um, it pretty well. My memories of the show are, or my, my memories of Masters of the Universe all come from those toys. Gotcha. So um, I'm a He-Man toy nerd. Gotcha. And oh, and we I can, were talking... Uh, right here, hold on, I have yeah. that... Uh, Shipping for one figure is $9.90. Okay. Well, plus $3.14. They also, uh, for tax, they also won't combine shipping if uh, oh. you get multiple things. So uh, each figure That's is $38.04. Here's the thing I understand the expense only for the fact that if you're not being sold in stores, they need to make the toys yeah and it's kind of nice that they're Mm -hmm. still making them because normal companies would just not make something if there's not a demand to put it in stores yeah so it makes sense that that it it's pretty expensive yeah uh, when it comes to an action figure and it's just it's super nice just to get home and have the figure sitting there waiting (laughs) for you. oh that's great like uh i i've enjoyed it so much that i've uh, i also i collect the wrestling figures from mattel and instead of like searching, had to instead of searching them down, I've just been buying like a case of each wow. from the, directly from Mattel, so that they're they just show up in my house. That's Justin, nice. you were uh, telling me about a fascinating. We were talking about cons earlier. Um, the He Man, Ninja Turtles, Thundercats con. Yeah, Power Con. Uh, it's, it's dedicated the to universe, those three things: Master Thundercats and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wow! And where is it held? Yeah, where the hell is that? I believe it's in Ontario. Huh? What do you think of Megan Fox as April O'Neil? Yeah, are I don't you? Care. Do you like TMNT? Do, are are no. you guys fans of it? Okay, I am. I'm a big fan, but I, I don't care. I call it TMNT because we're friends. Yeah, I just never got into it. I've given up on uh, these big movies that are made about uh, the stuff that I love. So mm-hmm. any casting choices or anything like that, I just don't give a fuck about anymore. I Even though I love the Ninja Turtles, buy all the toys, I probably will not see the movie. Well, I, I think that the nerdiest thing about me is the fact that I'm a TV geek. Mm-hmm. I would say TV geek, even though it's really mm-hmm. probably TV nerd. I watch a lot of TV. Yeah. Movies. What's your favorite show on right now? Oh, geez, Louise. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a hard... We live in a golden age. I know, because, you know? I mean, there's Game of Thrones. There's Mad Men. I love Dexter. Homeland, Breaking Bad. Do you watch Breaking Bad? I think it's the best television show ever made. Yeah, it kind of got disappointing to me, but I know the next season could be great, which uh, starts in August. Yeah, I've never been disappointed in the show. Really? I, mm-hmm. I love it so much. Yeah. It's still, even being slightly disappointed with the last scene, still better than... Almost anything else that's out there. Yeah, I mean, aside from the the. Are other you shows a fan there. of The Wire? 
I started just started watching it. I think I'm on season three now. Okay. Yeah. So you, you're qualified to answer that. Are you a fan of it? I enjoyed it. Okay. I, enjoyed I love it. The Wire. I enjoyed it. That might be my favorite television show of all time. That's the thing. That's why I watch it. It's like, you got to see The Wire. You got to see The Wire. Yeah. And then I saw it, and I'm like, yeah, I enjoy it, but I don't think I'm going to be as, you know, fanatic about it or nerd-like no, about like it. I started watching it with a, uh, a friend of mine, and um, we started watching the first season, and we kind of just stopped watching it. And mm. he, like, I think he'd keep he'd watch some more of it, but um, I feel like The Wire requires like a level of patience. Um, yes, it's, you're not going to have. There are so many more thrills and Thrones and Breaking Bad, and oh, Homeland is just like crazy over the top melodrama. Here's but, yeah, Breaking Bad and Homeland, though I think don't have the level of intricacy that the wire has mm-hmm. and yes. i feel like you do need that patience because if i loved it i would have been done with it already mm-hmm. and i'm stuck yeah uh because it's like mm-hmm. i want to i it's one of those where i don't want to be on the computer like i am sometimes during tv shows mm-hmm. that one's like oh, what the hell just happened yeah you know i have to constantly you have to constantly watching it Mm-hmm. Because something might happen, or there's a little detail where you're like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." Yep. Uh, so that's why it's gr- yeah, great show. That little detail pop up like three episodes later yeah. or something, which makes it great, but it yeah. makes it also hard to watch it straight. Yeah. Through. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen House of Cards? Yes, I, wa- I just. That's watched a, it. I think Netflix is doing a pretty good job. Uh, did you watch it all? I have not. No. Uh, yeah, uh, I on their shows, don't watch hour long dramas. There's something not since, about uh, Saint Elsewhere went off the air. <laughs> <laughs> And they have the Hemlock Grove starting. Oh, yeah. Uh, Eli Roth. I don't know if you guys are into horror. No. I'm a bit of a horror nerd, too. I only go to a horror movie if, like, uh, on a lark. That's a big bird if it's going to carry you. Right? Caca. <laughs> well, the fact that they did House of Cards and a Hemlock Grove, which is a horror thing, and then, mm-hmm. of course, the rest of development that's coming out. Did, who did that one with. Uh, Little Stevie Van Zandt. That Lily was Hammer. Netflix. People forget. Yeah. I've been seeing, like, what? In news articles, people say that Netflix House of series. Cards is yeah. the first Netflix Oh, no, series. I know it's not the first it one. It was not. But no, it's but the, the people first are people saying are saying that. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first one that really got it right. Because I don't know even what the I fuck mean, you guys are talking about. That's like. What is it? Little Steven. Yeah. That's the name of the show? It's a, it's about a mobster. It's called uh, Lilyhammer. It's about yeah. a mobster who goes to live in De- oh, Denmark or Norway. Yes, yes. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Because uh, I, I did see Lilyhammer. Uh, but Steve Vincent, what the fuck did he do? I can't remember. Uh, he was in the E Street Band. Yeah, he's a guitar player in the E Street Band. He was Bruce also in the Sopranos. The dude from Sopranos with the headband. Yeah, the, 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 band, the bandana. Gotcha. Underground yeah. Garage. Thank you. Thank you. I never watched an episode of The Sopranos. What? Yeah. All right, podcast over. <laughs> or the West Wing. I put the West Wing on I my. Did, I never watched the West. I just oh, put it on my. I actually, uh, no, Alan. I, up to like uh, two years ago, I'd only seen like one episode of The Sopranos, uh, and then um, I watched the entire thing in two weeks, all okay. six and a half seasons. So you love it over Christmas break? Yeah, I, I got real into it. Um, I and, and I like it, and I have a lot of respect for what it is because it really. You know that, and Oz ushered us in, into this golden age of um, hour-long dramas. No, neither did I. But just the subject matter and the mm. intensity of it, and the unflinching, like kind of like anti-heroes and reality. Like Oz kind of started. Mm-hmm. Supri- Sopranos is the one that just like got that formula Where so right. 
I never watched the show either, but I feel like it fits into what you're talking about. The Shield. It wasn't HBO. It was uh, just a cable FX a- FX show that people were saying, "Oh, yeah, starting yeah. to do good shit." Mm-hmm. Uh, but in FX, to me, I think it does some of the best shows nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Louie and and Always Sunny and mm-hmm. Wilfred and yeah. and Archer. Oh my God, I love Archer. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I think. Uh, I think we you should call talk more yourself about a TV nerd, but uh, never seen Sopranos. But here's the thing: I'm a TV nerd because I watch. I have like 70 subscriptions to the shows I watch. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to older shows, I, I was at a point in my life I didn't. I didn't try new things. So you're Speak- a current TV nerd. Correct. Speaking of older shows, Justin, back me up on this. They don't make sitcoms like they used to. The no, Odd Couple, Taxi. Yep. Sanford and Son. Cheers. No, 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 no. Yep. It, the Jeffersons. Oh, man. Gilligan's Island. Good show. Yeah, I mean, what sitcoms would even be close to it nowadays? I mean... Nothing. Yeah. You heard about uh, Up All Night and Christina Applegate just left the show because they're turning it into uh, a multi-camera... That is not happening anymore. ...studio on it. They oh, did they stop the it? plug on the show. They, yeah. That's good. That's one it's of over. the... That was so weird to me because I actually enjoyed that show and then... Like we're going to change the format completely was a little weird. Leaving. I don't think they even shot it. I think they. Well, she all left. The actors started leaving. Yeah. They were going to go ahead for. They were going to move forward without her. And uh, then I think Will Arnett left. And oh, he left too. The whole thing just kind of crumbled. Yeah, because then it's a different show. I really would have loved to have seen that though, because I love when just like crazy shit happens. I love like later seasons of shows where they just fall apart. Love it. Like what? G- give me an example. Oh, like Happy Days, where okay. like everyone left except for Tom Bosley uh, and Fonzie, <laughs> and there's all new characters, and just like, I love stuff like that, when the shows are on long enough that they morph into something yeah. completely different. That's pretty funny. Yeah. But then they, but then they sometimes uh, spin off into just as, shows that are just as great, Yeah, and then those start falling apart. You know, most people don't realize that Family Matters was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. What? I didn't realize that. Yeah, the mom on Family Matters was the elevator operator at the newspaper that the Perfect Strangers worked at. Have you guys seen the, uh, well, I think it was the April Fool Kickstarters for the Family Matters movie? Oh, no. They did a bunch of uh, Kickstarter, I'm pretty sure it was on Kickstarter, uh, yes, fake Kickstarters for like April Fool's and one was... Family Matters uh, movie, and they actually got Carl Winslow to pretend and make the video, pretending like they wanted to get money to do the movie. And they did one for dinosaurs with the little baby dinosaur, right? And, and one oh, other, yeah. yeah, one other one. I can't remember what it was. By though. the way, the, all these things not that far from reality. This is the horrible road that we're heading down with Kickstarter. Uh, nobody wants to see Family Matters movie. Come on, hey, you never nobody. know. Nobody. Jaleel White's bank account wants to see a Family Matters movie. <laughs> Wrapping this up, uh, start talking about the '80s. Uh, we can talk about Maybe. the '80s. There's actually uh, '80s wrestling uh, on the History Channel or something. It's a whole '80s retrospective or something like that. Uh, kind of like what VH1 did, but more. I feel like we're done with that. It's time to start talking about the '90s. A little bit, right? Yeah. Nobody yeah, likes the '90s. the '90s. Did you like the oh, '90s? Oh, I love the '90s. I don't think you, I don't think the '90s could ever beat the '80s, though. Oh, I feel like the '90s were totally superior. I mean, the, the '80s was doing what the '90s did before hey, the '90s even existed. Your 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 mom probably says uh, the '80s can't beat the '70s. So you know, and the, the uh, fucking. Uh, I thought there was going to be a really bad mom joke in there. No, like, oh then, man, know. Bill Clinton, Nirvana. 
Oh, Who doesn't yeah. love the 90s? Oh, man. Pre-9-11? <laughs> oh, uh, unprotected sex? Oh, yeah. Sex was back. The 80s gave the 90s AIDS. So, uh, there you go. What are you guys up to? Uh, who wants to go first here? Who's doing, who's doing more? Oh, um, who's doing yeah, more? Yeah, please uh, check out uh, a show that uh, I host and uh, write and Justin directs uh, called Screen Junkies. Go to YouTube and search Screen Junkies. And uh, yeah, the show will pop up. It's uh, We uh, explore a different topic in pop culture every week. Uh, last week we did The Idiot's Guide to Game of Thrones. Nice. And this week we uh, our topic is What the Fuck is Doctor Who? Because I've never seen an episode of it. So yeah. Really? Really? Yeah, yeah that's, uh, okay. th- that's my personal um, shame and admission on this. Well... Yeah, and it's it's a lot of fun. We uh, probably get you know we get at least a uh, you know around a hundred thousand views or so an episode, and we're growing the show. And follow me on Twitter at Hal Rudnick, H A L R U D N I C K. Uh, does YouTube have the thing where you can put like YouTube.com slash Screen Junkies, or do they not have that yet? Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're not on the technical side. Yeah. <laughs> I hate technology. Uh, technology. Yeah, well, that's for the nerds and the geeks, <laughs> right? technology <laughs> justin what's going on yeah i'm writing and directing that show the screen junkie show with hal we still do the tournament of nerds there's saturday of every month at the ucb theater in la you can follow tournament of nerds on twitter at, at tournament nerds not tournament of nerds just at tournament nerds was tournament of nerds taken uh or was fit. it just too long Wouldn't fit yep too long. it was just too long yeah, that's what she said. You can you can watch my past videos at funnierdie.com slash Justin Donaldson. I have a uh, wrestling show oh, starting up on uh, Yum Yum F, uh, which is Justin Lin's YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, Director of the Fast and the Furious. Oh. Uh, coming up in a couple of months. Are you going to try to make this wrestling show one of those where it's like actual intelligent people talking about wrestling? No, this is a comedy. It's a straight up scripted comedy. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm going to I'm going to say something and this 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 could happen one day in the future. Could be a year, could be 2 years from now. Mm. When you guys are in, in need of a person to debate, turn them in nerds, I guarantee you I would win the whole thing. That, are you want to put some money that, down? That's a huge throwdown. I would probably put some money down on that. Uh, we'll put you here's in the, the show, reason, dude. We'll put you in the show. Yeah, the, if you want to put some money on here's it. Here's the reason I probably... And, but if you do the show, can I introduce you and say, he guaranteed he's going to win tonight. Can uh, I do that? Yeah, that's... How much money... No, no that's immediately a... First of all, a yeah, couple of questions. You've yeah. opened up a can here. A couple of questions. One, how much money? And two... What character would you debate for? One, the pro- here's the thing about the money. You guys are shady motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. You would totally go to the judges and right away say, he's out in the first round. Oh, never done it. Mm-mm. We've had people on the show that never. we've despised. Never. No, no, no. And no. we have never done it. I'm not it. saying never. you've ever done You would definitely have never done it before. No, we wouldn't mm-hmm. do it going mm-hmm. forward. You'd too much to integrity me. for the I show. I respect the process okay. too far yeah. too much. Okay. We take it way too so seriously. So if the money thing is just between us and nobody else knows. Yeah. Because nobody's listening. Um, I don't know how much money I would put down on it. I'm telling you. I just I think a fun amount. Yeah, I'm gonna say that uh, we wouldn't have to go to the judges because we could just book the show so that you're taken down. Yeah, like we'd book a gauntlet. Well, first of all, you know, not to jerk you guys off, it's a gauntlet already because you already have amazing oh, yeah. people on it, and I feel like there's like maybe three people who win a lot. 
right? Or maybe two? Uh, a little bit more than that. You have Dax Herrera. Okay. Johnny uh, Mike Schwartzman. Carlson. Johnny, I've seen Johnny Schwartzman, I think, when, uh, a couple times. Babcock came in and blew up the spot. Alex I mean, Berg. Yeah. yeah. Berg. So See, what character would you choose? That's the thing. You guys have done so many shows, I don't know who you've already done. We, uh, um, we can redo I could characters. do anybody from Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. Any Disney princess? Huh? Disney princesses? I don't know if you've got. If you dressed up like the Disney princess, here's the thing: there's a pretty good chance you'd get out of the first round. Yes, at the very least. Is it on YouTube now, or is this on the UCB site? We did a version of the show for the Nerdist YouTube channel. That's what I thought it was. Uh, Very different from the stage show, though. Okay, like a a tamer version. Yeah, Mm. but uh, yeah, just send us. I'll put some. I'll put some thoughts into it. Yeah, we'll see what happens, and then we can discuss. Wagers. Yeah, I'm telling you, we uh, we're taking you down. Shit. But you you have to know that like people put a lot That's of the time thing. and energy into yeah, this they show. Train in a this nerd is dojo. something that I feel I would want weeks because I don't know how far in you get. Five it days. Five. So it would be every waking hour. Because mm-hmm. do you get to know who the other people are? Yes. Yeah. Because then you've got to research all them, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like the nerds always talk about how they're throwing out just like pages and pages of material. Yes. That yeah. they've written. Yes, yes, yes. Hmm. Do they ever trade each other? Like, oh, I have a great argument for this guy. I wonder if any of that goes on. I've heard some, yeah, of like people getting like defeated in the first round and going back and being like, hey, you can use this against this guy. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That happens from time to time. I'd little be like, factions. Leave me alone. I'm studying. <laughs> and it's way uh, more about being funny. Yes. Too. We're going to hold you to this. You're, you're, yeah. you're doing the show. And have then we had any whether you, princesses? I don't think we have. Uh, uh, we've had Mulan, maybe. We'll hold you to this. You're talking a big game. And we, I will announce on stage after you either win or lose your claim. Okay, that, okay. That, so that's, you will that's have, a deal. you will uh, reap the glory or you will fall under the cloud of shame. Oh, you're going to get destroyed. Oh, my God. One last thing, badsloth.com, geeketeria.com, uh, go straight to the iTunes. And my Twitter is at bad underscore sloth. And uh, you can email us, email any of the guests to you at badslothlove at AOL.com. It's badslothlove at AOL.com. And thanks, thanks a lot, guys. Please do not email asking to do a tournament of nerds. Bye-bye. You probably get a lot of that, don't you? Yes. Thanks, guys.